0: everyone, and welcome to the first podcast episode for Light on Method. This is very exciting for me, and I have a special guest for this podcast. My sweet friend will be interviewing me in this episode, because to be honest, I think everyone wants some answers, so we're going to try to answer those today. Uh, Most of you know that Doug and I sold our business about a year ago, and over that time, we've had um, the incredible privilege to take some time off and sort out our lives. I think sometimes you have to get out of the grind and to kind of see the signs. Sort of find your path, and that's what we did. Uh, we hope in this podcast to share with you, or I hope to share with you, some of what I learned while galliv- gallivanting around and explain what light on method is. I think even my husband is dying to know what it is. Um, <laughs> my friend that is going to interview me today is Jenny. Hey, Jenny hey how are you i'm wonderful how are you doing i'm good so we're both um in the quietest places we can find to do this and this is jenny's interviewing me over the phone so i'm in my closet and she's tucked away somewhere i'm not exactly sure but she was (laughs) kind enough to do this for me today so she's gonna ask me some questions and i'm gonna do my best to answer them and kind of clear up a little bit about what this business is about so jenny go ahead
1: Okay, thank you so much for allowing me to do this for you. It's. Um, I know I'm going to learn some things too. So let's just start with the obvious. Okay. What is Light On Method?
0: Oh, <laughs> I know I, I presented <laughs> it in this cloud of mystery. Uh, but really, it's really simple. Light On Method is, is a wellness and spiritual consulting business. It's that simple. And,
1: and what led you to start this type of business?
0: I believe You know, in order to really be well, you have to be balanced. You have to be balanced between how you are physically and your spiritual well-being. There has to be an alignment between the two. You can't, you know, just be physically healthy. There's going to be more out there that you want out of life. There's going to be a spiritual side of you that's looking for some answers. So I thought the balance, we needed to find balance with both. So that's sort of what led me to that.
1: Yeah. You mentioned spiritual well-being. Um, Does religion play any part of that? Do you practice any particular religion? I don't. Uh,
0: I was raised Baptist, so a lot of that is just ingrained in who I am. But I believe that any belief system that teaches that we are put here, you know, on earth as beings of ascension is worth reflection. Um, You know, we're here on a journey, and I believe we're here on a journey to sort of find our Christ self, our highest self. And we're here to fulfill our Dharma. So, you know, we all have karma to work out while we're here. So, you know, I just kind of believe we all need to be aware of that. I don't practice one religion in particular. I see light in in a whole, in many, very many. But one thing I know for sure is that, that God is real and he's revealed himself to me a few times in life.
1: So explain more to me. Um about what you what you just said about God revealing himself to you what what was that like um
0: well while we were rv'ing you know everybody thinks it's so great to be able to you know um, sell your business and, and go off and just kind of have no responsibilities and just kind of check things out but it, there's, there's, you know, when you go from having such direction and drive and suddenly you don't have any, <laughs> anything to do with your, for yourself or with yourself, it leaves you up in the air about what's important to you. And I just kept praying and thinking about what I wanted to do next. And I, 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 I really wanted to know what my calling was. I felt I knew it. I felt God had placed it in me. and And this was the reason I was out here looking around, I just wanted to know what my purpose was. and then one day I was reading something and it asked the question, "Do you have a sacred contract with God?" And it stopped me in my tracks and I had to answer yes and, and I said it out loud. I was like, I do. And I knew mm-hmm. I did and mm-hmm. and I just felt like it was one of those aha moments as they say, you know that I had a promise to fulfill. And um, it was my calling to do it. So that, that moment of clarity um, was what started this business.
1: Hmm. Wow. Well, so tell me more about your understanding of your sacred contract with God, like what that means to you.
0: Okay. All right. So here it goes. And, and, you know, people who have followed this podcast know a little bit about my background in history and some of the things I've been through. And we've all, we all have our story. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm nothing special. We all have our own things we've been through. Um, mm-hmm. But I've chosen to find in my tragedies or, or whatever's happened in my life, I've chose to find the good in it. Mm-hmm. So when I was 17, I left home. And, you know, I was looking, I've been looking back at that. And I kept asking myself, I, like I was hell bent on leaving. You know, there was nothing that was mm-hmm. going to, hold me back and I remember everybody asking me why you know why are you leaving and and, you know my home life it wasn't great me and my dad had a lot of issues and I've talked about that in the past and you know um but but overall I had no like desperate need to leave I just knew I had to leave Mm -hmm. and I, I, I try to find a way, but I knew that was part, leaving was part of my destiny. I had to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: my boyfriend at the time, who had been my sweetheart all through, you know, adolescence and my teenage years was, had joined the Marines and he asked me to marry him. And we were just a couple of kids playing house. You know, we didn't know what we were doing. We were 17, and yeah. 18 years old. Um, mm-hmm. But I know now that I was destined to take that path, even though it didn't make any sense at the time.
1: Yeah. But we hadn't
0: been married long when I was kidnapped by a stranger. So I've I've shared this story some, or some aspects of it. But it's important that I explain it in the context of this business, because it'll help you understand why this is important to me. I was tortured and raped for for several hours. And... And even with my upbringing, being raised in church and stuff, I knew, I knew there was a God, you know. But when we're kids, raised in that, we, we don't really like, we don't understand the power of it. Um, right. But in at this incident, this was the first time like I felt God's presence.
1: Mm.
0: And after I was, or when I was kidnapped, I was, I was driven to this very wooded area that was isolated. And mm-hmm. the, the man that kidnapped me, he, right before he started with all, everything he did, he put a three fifty seven Magnum to the base of my skull, and he pulled mm-hmm. back the hammer. And mm-hmm. it, at that moment, at that moment, God came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt the most peaceful, calm wash over me. Wow. And I, I, it was incredible, you know, and it's it's. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy to be thankful for such things in such conditions, but you are, you know? Yeah. But I I just remember I kind of said it. I I mumbled it out loud, but it was a direct plea. And I just said, you know what? I don't want to be here right now. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I said that, it it felt as if my soul left my body Mm. and that God placed my spirit it's, it felt like on a tree limb, but it was above what was happening to me.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And
0: um, so my yeah. abductor never fired the gun, but he did proceed to do whatever he pleased with me for several hours. But every time, but the whole time, it was as if I was watching it. It wasn't as if I was going through it. I was, I was watching it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when he was done, he he picked the gun back up and, and I knew he was about to kill me. And I just remember saying to God that if you let me live, I promise mm-hmm. I will do something with my life to help people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. And I do believe that in that moment, I created a sacred contract and that became my purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think we have to look mm-hmm. back at, at moments of such importance when you are Mm -hmm. so close to God. Mm
1: -hmm. And if
0: you make a promise in a moment like that,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's intended to be kept. Mm -hmm. Because I really believe I was given a choice that day, like, you're here with me, Mm -hmm. you know, I can take you with me, or Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you can choose to do something with your life. And Mm -hmm. I, I felt that that was that was what I was meant to do so it just it felt to me that even in my most devastating moment it became my greatest teacher and Mm -hmm. it took me many years to work through that trauma many years but I really wouldn't trade it I wouldn't trade that for anything
1: Mm. that is just it's just amazing what happened to your rapist afterwards
0: I, I pursued it, of course, and um, he was convicted, and he was sent to prison for a very long time. I honestly, um, I'm not sure if he's still there or not. Um, I, I think he is. I haven't been notified by anyone that he's been l- released, so I imagine mm-hmm. he's still there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about him now?
0: Um, you know, it's funny. I, I, I don't. I, I don't hate him. Um, I forgave him a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, honestly, I hope he's he spent his time wisely and um, has asked for his own forgiveness. And, and I hope he's forgiven himself. I mean, I don't want to ever run up on the guy and I don't need to share with him that I've forgiven him. I hope we never cross paths again. But, mm-hmm. but you know, it's sort of like how I, I felt I had to leave home I feel I had to go through this experience, yeah um, and he yeah. W- he was the messenger mm-hmm. you know and that's well, and that's part of this this business, this light on method is realizing that there's darkness and there's light in this world, and you can't have one without the other, and right. th- there's a balance to be had, and yeah. you can't you can't take the darkness and remain a victim of it because right. I feel like a lot of times it was sent to you to teach you right so right. I, I don't I don't hate him I don't hate him mm-hmm. I, I hope
1: I hope he's I to, I hope he too has learned mm-hmm. mm. so so from this you believe that the sacred contract that you made was a, a with a calling or a promise to help others,
0: yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, I feel I started fulfilling that promise with yoga because um, because it helped many people. You know, it, that mm-hmm. was when I when when I opened the yoga business, I really started to understand the power of of truly helping people. And you may not ever know who you help. You mm-hmm. may not ever hear their story of how something you did helped them but you feel it you know and there's an energy from it that is is healing for you too so I I feel I started it with yoga um, but I feel yoga was just the yoga business was just a step into this business
1: yeah part of the path
0: yeah for sure
1: yeah so tell me more about the light on method that you've created
0: Okay, <laughs> there's it's there's a lot. It's pretty layered. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think there's a, something here for everybody. One thing I've been blessed with is curiosity. Um, there's not much out there that I am not curious about, so I'm not judgmental about many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but through my curiosity, I've taken things I've learned, such as yoga and and all of the wisdom that comes with that, because yoga is vast. You've got You've got meditation you've got breathing techniques you know you mm-hmm. you there's an understanding of the body that that comes with that practice um i'm a huge fan of journaling and the importance behind that i love poetry um shadow work has been huge in my life um and the understanding of ourselves our ego mm-hmm. and archetypes which is a fascinating subject and all of these are what makes up light on method. So you can work through all of these modalities or you can pick what appeals to you. You could pick one thing individually. I can really curate curate it toward your needs.
1: So I'm familiar with you know meditation and breathing techniques, journaling, things like that. Tell me more about the archetypes that you mentioned.
0: Okay, so this is. This is fascinating. Um, we all have four survival archetypes. We all have a child of some sort. Mine is a wounded child. We all have a victim. We all have a saboteur and a prostitute. We all have these, and we all use them. They're necessary in our in our especially as we're maturing into you know adulthood and. In our, in our early lives, their survival. We have to have them. Um, and most of my early adulthood, I lived in that full victim mode. You know, to be honest, it, it got me attention. People felt sorry for me. I could use it as an mm-hmm. excuse, you know, for bad behavior and to get away with things. But mm-hmm. what, I, what I didn't realize was that behavior was allowing those other archetypes to see Ben so me mm-hmm. playing the victim all the time was sabotaging me it was keeping me from being happy mm-hmm. I was, you know i mean i was stuck in jobs i hated and and relationships that were degrading but you know what oh. i was always a victim in those situations so i could get that attention i didn't have to do any work yeah. on myself so it's, it's a trap we fall into yeah and there were times when i compromised my integrity and this is where the prostitute archetype shows itself. And it's not prostitute in the literal form. What that right. means is when you do something you shouldn't, do be, shouldn't be doing for the sake of financial security, you know, mm-hmm. or for mm-hmm. fear that you may not be able to provide for yourself. This is something I've noticed men do all the time. You know, mm-hmm. they, they hate their jobs. They yes. wish so much that they could do something else, but because they have to provide for their families. Right. You know, they go out there and they, they valiantly do it anyway. But when right. you, it's just, it's a fact of life and you just have mm-hmm. to learn how to not be that way. And, and that takes work. You know, yeah. I, I can look back and see all four of these archetypes when I use them. Um, but now, the difference now is I'm really aware of them. Mm-hmm. And I can when I when I feel them rising up in me, I can I can push them down and and choose higher archetypes within myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: to to keep them at bay. You know, we, we have choices. Yeah. We can either choose that victim and sabotage ourselves, or we can say, no, you know, I'm, I'm not a victim. I've overcome that. I'm a victor i'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out there and overcome these things and and it's really a choice. I have yeah. a I have my oldest son bless his heart. He's so much like his mama in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. and we start talking and we'll talk for hours. It just drives Doug crazy sometimes, I think because <laughs> <laughs> we can go off into another world, but um the archetypes is really a fascinating subject to him and he has a bachelor yeah. degree in psychology and he's working on his um his major in or i'm sorry his bat i'm sorry again his master's degree in um mm. i think family counseling or or something like that but so this mm-hmm. subject really fascinates him yeah and, and we talk about it all the time and um when you're aware it 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 just helps you daily in life for sure yeah Um, so but but to further on that we have those four and then we have about eight more um, that are aspects of ourself so for me just to give you an example I have those four and then I also have a teacher a poet an alchemist a mystic a judge Hmm. a Midas a healer and a shapeshifter. So once mm. you establish your archetypes, we can align that with something you would like to transform in your life. So mm. we kind of pick your personality. We sort of find your ego. And, and you have to be honest about that. Like, you know, I don't like admitting that I can be a shapeshifter, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's right. a fact. And I can use that to be a good thing. Or I could use right. it to be a bad thing. It's just a matter of how you choose to use it you know and right. and i'm right. real aware that i have an inner judge in me mm-hmm. and and that's something i need to always be aware of so so being honest with yourself is real important if you decide to go through this process mm-hmm. um and so that's that's the basic of what an archetype is but from there we build on it we take something you want to change we
1: mm-hmm. put
0: it into this wheel that is layered and it forces you to ask yourself some pretty tough questions. Um, Mm -hmm. But it sets things in in motion within you. And it it really can benefit you. So I've taken Mm -hmm. that and um, I've combined it with my 25 years of yoga knowledge and Reiki master experience, personalized meditation, breath work, um, and the lessons in journaling. And I've put it all in this this work and you've Mm -hmm. done it you know you did Mm -hmm. it with me so
1: right right yeah it it's just you know the first the first step is being aware you know and it's it's very interesting when you go through the process and recognize yourself yeah things that you know they're just not daily thoughts right taking some time to kind of do a little deeper dive into into your psyche into you know why do you do the things you do and and it's like it clicks once you see it yeah you know you recognize yourself so
0: and it's it's not it's not easy work I mean this isn't a weekend this isn't a weekend workshop where suddenly you feel better about yourself you know I worked with one woman recently and I mean she's just she's a gorgeous woman she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and so it was a shock to me to here that she wanted to transform her lack of self-esteem to one of self-empowerment. I mean, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. look at her, I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you're gorgeous. Right. And she right. literally suffered from a sense of body dysmorphia. You know, she, she mm-hmm. doesn't see what we see. She sees right. something completely different. Um, so mm-hmm. we worked on that. You know, why do y- there's a reason she sees herself that way. It, that didn't just come from anywhere from nowhere you know
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: because she sees herself that way she's sabotaging herself constantly she's her mm-hmm. own victim you know mm-hmm. um yeah so so we worked on that and and and, and it, it it helped her tremendously so really? I, I was pretty proud yeah. of that yeah she's gave her some exercises to do and some um some meditations to listen to in the morning, and it just it, it gets your mindset where you want it to be as you begin the day, and mm-hmm. and that can make all the difference. It really can. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've become such a fast-paced society to where we want everything at the click of a button. This is this is deeper work. This is this is practice, and um, really setting your mind to. To change? To change, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is much more than um, just something simple. I mean, this is um, life-changing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I encourage all those things. You know, do anything that that appeals to your soul or that's going to help you because any of those things, those those workshops and those sort of things, that'll put you on the path to do this deeper work or to get into that. Um, So I'm not... Not doubting any of that, but I'm just saying this is something that's going to involve you um, investing in yourself a little bit because it's very layered. Um, right. it, it takes a it takes a little bit of time. You know, it right. could be as simple as someone who needs a little more self confidence, to as complex as why can't I have true intimacy? You know, or mm-hmm. why why can't mm-hmm. I? Why the hell can't I find love? you know and there's a reason there's something holding you back and this is what we work through it's it's not an instant fix Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. one of my clients who's never really done any shadow work was really surprised at how hard and thorough it was and it wasn't Mm -hmm. an enjoyable process for her you know i mean it was tough uh but she was Mm -hmm. really she's really glad she did it but but it's it's very involved and it And another thing it does, or or that I will offer with the business, is give you a crash Mm. course into the chakras, because Mm. that is so important. It is so important to understand the connection between body and spirit. So with just about any of this work, unless you contact me just to help you with journaling, we're going to talk about chakras.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you have to have it, you have to have that knowledge to be congruent, and that's right. the goal: is to be congruent. Congruent is to live in harmony and agreement, and we, we mm-hmm. need it.
1: I think that's something too that people are realizing. Chakra, um, <sighs> just the word is becoming more common. People, I'm seeing more about it, and um, just seems like it's becoming more more of a thing like people are are beginning to get it a little bit that there's something more there
0: well it's kind of becoming you know one of those buzzwords sort of like manifesting you know one of those words but but we all think we have a general knowledge of what those words are but do we really know what it is you know yeah right we we need to understand what these energy centers do for you in your life you know and and how to call on them and how to balance them and um, mm. how to connect them because if one of yeah. them's if one of them's you know off to the to the right and they you know you got another one off to the left i mean you're you, there's going right. to be something happening within the body that's going to knock you off kilter and mm. that will make a difference not only in your physical life but in your spiritual life as well
1: right so what else does light on method offer what else will you be doing
0: Uh, I'll be doing one-on-one consulting, so if you have something in particular that you want to address, be it how to develop healthier habits or, say, build your self-esteem, we can discuss all the different ways we can address your issue within this method. You know, what all do we need to address? It could be simple. You know, you could start simple with some guided meditations, Um, Mm -hmm. and and that's Mm -hmm. one thing I'm very excited about are these personalized guided meditations, that, that I'll be offering. Yeah. Um, I've made a few for clients and they love
1: them. You have some. Yeah, I, I love mine. Yeah, those are my favorite meditations. So, yeah. They're, I love personalized like that.
0: Yeah, well, there's something really healing about hearing your name in a meditation mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. calls you to attention. Right. You know, right. it's like, oh, she's talking to me. You know, it's directed right at you and it's, it's designed exactly for your needs and I love doing them I mean I get into my own my own meditation when I create them so I love it and I'll be offering free um, free ones on our website um, that you can download that you can kind of get a taste of it see if you like it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be doing chakra education because I really want people to understand that so that'll be offered too so we're going to have one on one we're going to have um the archetypal studies that we can go through, the archetypal wheel. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have journaling, journaling classes and lessons. Actually, that's going to be our first workshop. Um, mm-hmm. We're going right. to have the chakras, um, mm-hmm. uh, breathing exercises. It, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't even understand the power of their breath and how right. how they can control their anxiety or their mood or anything with just knowing how to breathe. So I I can do um, private breath practice or breathing techniques, or do meditations that they can have on hand for them for that every day. Um, But you know, it's it's um, I just feel like it's something that's really needed, and I want it to be very approachable. But I want it I want people to be able to pick and choose what they want, or Mm -hmm. they can (laughs) they can go
1: all in. It's it's really up to them. Yeah. Well, that's one thing you are—is approachable. There's something very calming and safe in your meditations and the way you um, work with me on different things um, that I talk about with you. Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, And it sounds like you've got some great gifts that you're offering on the site along with personalized.
0: Well, um, mindfulness, you know, mindfulness is another thing that, that I'll, I'll help people with and talk to people about. Yeah. And that'll come with meditations. But mindfulness is, is being aware of, of how you're reacting to things in daily life and, and choosing how you react to things. And, and the more mindful we can be, the easier life will be. And the smarter choices we'll make. So I'm hoping to do some mindfulness workshops in there as well. Um, but the yeah. first the first uh, workshop will be a soul journaling workshop. Um, mm-hmm. And you and I have talked about this. Like for a lot of people, mm-hmm. journaling is very daunting. You know, they're like, oh, right. Right. I, I want to journal, but I sit down with my journal and I don't know what to talk about or I don't know what to write. And right. I get that. Like, you know, I sit home working on, on establishing this business or I've been in an RV for the past eight months or whatever. And I'll sit, I would sit mm-hmm. down sometimes and I'm like, well, nobody wants to know that I wash dishes today and that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that I walked the dog four times today or whatever. <laughs> so you have yeah. to, you the important thing is that, that you get inside yourself and you put what's inside from pen to paper Because there's a huge magic to that. So I've spent the past year really focusing on, uh, through journaling, the things I really love about this business. So in a lot of ways, I feel this business was born through journaling. Mm -hmm. So with the soul workshop, soul journaling workshop, what I'll do is I will give you questions to journal on that that Mm -hmm. evoke thought within your soul. Um, And then because... Mm -hmm. Each of these questions you could literally journal on for a week or a month. Yeah. So yeah. in this workshop, I'll be I'll give you some really soul searching questions. That way, when you sit down with your journal, you're mm-hmm. not at a loss as to what mm-hmm. to journal about. You have twenty questions right there that are going to really wake up something inside of you. So I'm real I'm really excited about mm-hmm. that that workshop. So.
1: Yeah, I don't think journaling should be, be discounted. I think sometimes we think it's too simple of a task, so maybe it's not that it doesn't make that much of a difference, but um it's a step along the way. It it helps you um, oh, think huge. about yeah. I it mean really because does. if
0: you think about it, we go through our days and you look back after a month or even a week and you can't remember one day from the other. You right. Know? I mean sometimes right. I can't remember what i did a couple of hours ago we're just overwhelmed with life you right. know and journaling yeah. journaling is a way to help you keep time
1: you mm-hmm. know it,
0: it's it's mm-hmm. it's incredibly important so
1: right right yeah how many of us go from home to work and don't remember the drive yeah you know we're, we're all just on autopilot
0: and that's mindfulness
1: or yeah. lack of
0: yeah. <laughs> lack, lack of lack of, exactly. Lack yeah. of, I yeah. should say. Yeah. And and those are the kind of things that for me, you know, when I yeah. say this is my purpose. Yeah. These are the things that our life has our lifestyles have taken away from us, you know, mm-hmm. and that we really mm-hmm. need to get back. And and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm working on. That's my plan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So are you excited? Are you nervous? How are you feeling about this new venture?
0: I'm very excited, and I'm extremely terrified. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing, Jenny, and, and I mean this. Everything I have done that has helped me grow as a person has been terrifying. Mm-hmm. It has been. I mean, and you can relate to this. If You know, I started the yoga studio without any money. You know, I barely had mm. $250 to op- to pay the rent for that tiny space I was in. And that's no lie. Mm. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. And it was terrifying. You know, my, my husband had, at that particular time, had didn't have the job that he, he lost the job that he had. So he had changed jobs and our money situation mm. wasn't what it once was. And I was determined to make something of it. You right. know, and and I did, and it was, but it was terrifying, and it was a lot of hard work, but yeah, most things worthy are. So I'm excited. I'm terrified, but I can yeah. do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah.
1: What is that that quote about? If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, or something. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. true. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I'm, I'm sure that. That my, then my dream is is going to be
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's,
0: it's going to be it's going to be good. But yeah, I hope to kind of you know I, I have a plan for it. I have a step plan for it, and mm-hmm. have where I want to be now. You know, for the first few months, and then I have a plan to take it up a, a notch or two. But mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited.
1: Right. Well, I think you've I think you've covered all of my questions.
0: Thank you. Well, you're <laughs> you're my good friend, and you always support me, and I appreciate appreciate Absolutely. you doing it. Um, yeah. But so, everyone, if you would like to check out everything we have to offer, and another thing I want to say before we sign out sure. is this isn't just for women. You know, mm-hmm. we get into right. these these programs and these. All of the empowerment and everything, and it seems to just be offered for women, which mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. Um, I do for the women's empowerment, that is for women, and they need that. Mm-hmm. But men need this sort of thing as well. You know, men need a little more understanding and and I, I really don't think it would hurt either for it coming from a feminine because it can give mm-hmm. them another understanding. Of things, you know, the whole podcast and mm-hmm. everything is is addressed to male and female. So I don't want to leave anyone out of this equation. Everyone's welcome to take part in this business. And and if you're interested, um, check out our website. It's www.lightonmethod.com. That's L-I-G-H-T-O-N-M-E-T-H-O-D. Check it out. All all of our offerings are there. And if you have any questions, just shoot me an email wonderful all right all right friend well i will talk to you soon and everyone else thank you for listening namaste friends